Video Game Pulse. Episode I am Millennium X17. And I'm Doc Karakita. Unsupervised? Unsupervised. Weak sauce? Weak sauce. Weak sauce. Uh, I can't blame Kaz, though, because there's really not much of anything going on this uh, this time by. Oh, yeah. I told her straight up she wasn't missing anything. <laughs> mm, yes. If you thought there was no news last show. Oh, mm, boy. <laughs> just wait, you see. Mm. Side notes, what do you got? Absolutely nothing. All righty, then. <laughs> uh, my side note is of... The last show, when I was in the show, I made mention that I was, I was, I think I said, I'm like, I'm not sure if it's a cold or if I have uh, uh, allergies or what oh, the hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. After the show, last, you know, two weeks ago, I always wanted to just say last week by default. It was, it was two weeks ago. So the last show, the show ends, I think I wandered off and then I ended up falling asleep on my bed for like an hour. I get up, I wander back out here, but it's like as soon as I wake up. My throat felt like I had been gargling glass for the last three hours or so. <laughs> it was on fire. Mm-hmm. Couldn't swallow. Couldn't, you know, it was it was pretty bad. So Friday and Saturday was the worst of it. Yep. I actually missed work on Saturday because I, my sleep schedule got all fucked up. Yep. The best I could figure, though, is that I could smell or taste the entire time, so it was not a cold. It was actually just allergies. But it's the most severe case of allergies I've ever experienced in my life. It's true, yeah. You don't normally get allergies that bad in the spring. Mm, no, and further, like even you saw, even you and uh, everyone else thought it was a cold. I did, yeah. And I'm really like, did. it had every other mark of a severe cold, but it's like, I can still smell and taste. So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, and he didn't Strange. have the body aches that mm. I always get when I get colds. Oh, there were some. Mm. Maybe not as bad. The, the severe body aches were because of the cough. Yeah. I was and then, of course, say. on my sides yeah. and my ribs, that, that just hurts mm-hmm. after you've been coughing that hard for yeah, that long. Yeah, like, that's a separate category. And when you get, like, sore ribs from just coughing as opposed to just, like, hurting all over for no apparent reason. That's what right. I always get when I get a cold. So <laughs> I'm in that phase now where I'm going to be coughing for the next, like, month and a half. Yeah. Two months or so, but other than that, I'm fine now. But yeah, that the two days after the last show was rough, mm-hmm. uh, and I got better thereafter, which is always a good time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's really much else for me in side notes past that point. Oh, other than I might as well say this now. I don't know if I've had an announcement like this before on the show or not, but um, I work in retail, yes. and here lies the problem. Uh, the executives above me make decisions, and they're always right. Nothing bad could ever possibly happen. So when they come up with a new brilliant idea that's even more brilliant and even newer than the last new brilliant idea that mm-hmm. failed miserably, this is the one that's going to take <laughs> us over the edge. Oh, yeah, of course mm. it is. So without boring of the specifics, 
a lot is changing in the DC that I'm working in, the distribution center. And let's just put it this way. It's the slowest time of the year, and we're already utilizing every alternative storage spot we have available at the slowest time of the year. Yeah. So as soon as there's any volume, I'll be right back to double overtime. Yeah. Best case scenario is that it's going to be as bad as last year. Yeah. I'm not holding my breath for best case scenario. <laughs> so there's that. Mm-hmm. So here in about another month or so, don't be surprised if all of a sudden my story is I can't play games. I'm on overtime all the time again. Again. But this time a month or two earlier than last year. Yep. That's something to look forward to. Mm. So there's that. So don't uh, be surprised if that starts kicking in here soon. Though, then again, it's also not really that big of uh, or that good of an excuse anyways, because when I have time now, I've got about 20 things that I could be playing and reviewing or first look, you know, first look or, you know, update or what have you. And, uh, you know, I'm still just not doing any of that. (laughs) So, yeah. Whereas I have been hammering through games. (laughs) At least somebody is. Hmm. Uh, there's that, uh, just a really good announcement for the show. Just be aware this year, it's going to be just as bad as last year. Yeah. And that's best case scenario. It's probably going to be even worse. My bet. But don't worry though. They've got all the new ideas and they're all brilliant. (laughs) And of course they're never going to fail. There's no way that it could ever possibly backfire. Hmm. Don't you know? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, enough about that. Uh, like we already said, there's no news. Uh, I really had to scrape the bottom of the barrel for what we have. We have, what do we have? Five tabs. Yes. Five tabs. Plus, uh, five tabs and a plus one, because we're not sure if that's going to be a review or a first look or what it's going to count as. I have no idea. I have no idea either. Uh, I don't know if I found everything, but there really isn't. Like, here's here's my indication, is when I'm searching through a lot of the usual suspect news websites, when I start seeing a lot of articles about, oh, these are the 10 best PC monitors nowadays, or these, this is the best gaming chairs, or, you know, the oh, the five best hard drives you could upgrade to. And it's like, I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's when you know it's a slow news week. Yep. <laughs> There's another level even beyond that. Uh-huh. When I start seeing of, oh, guess what's on sale for the next 48 hours? <laughs> that That's when you know they're really scraping themselves to get pages up just to have more ad space. Yeah. So that's about where we are right now. There's a ton of, oh, guess what's on sale this, you know, this week. And it's like, okay, yeah, there's no news. <laughs> there's no news at all. But uh, we, like I said, we got a couple of bits to go over. Uh, thoughts, but again, I don't, un- I don't really know how long of a show this is going to be. I don't think it's going to be very long. Mm. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. We have a tendency to wander, so let's just find out. I so was just uh, say. <laughs> news. News. All right, time for some news. Hey. And we're going to start with the uh, unfortunate bit of news for the week. Probably, yeah. Honestly, I think it's the biggest news of the week that's only loosely related to video games, and we'll get to why in just a minute. Yeah, loosely related to games, but still really, really you know, sad. It's, a, it's upsetting, because I, I love, and this is going to tell a lot of people, I love architecture, yeah. because... They don't build them like that anymore. Exactly. Mm, yeah. So, uh, the uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral in uh, Paris uh, mm. caught on fire. It did. That I was, was uh, that was like raging in front. Yeah, that, like, was, that was that was legit. legit. <laughs> it was uh, for fortunately they were able to contain it, even though that at first they f- were afraid they weren't going to be able to. They were. It took several hours, mm. but they eventually got it under control. Thankfully. You know, it was uh, 
the uh, the ceiling is mostly gone and the spire is gone as well yeah. too. So there's a lot of damage to be fixing. And plus, uh, from all reports, it was an accident by yeah, construction. Yeah, it was a construction accident. I think it was a, an electrical thing. I read. Something I've heard mixed. The, uh, well, no, I've heard mixed things, and here's where I'm kind of skeptical about whenever people are reporting it's an accident, when the thing is still ongoing, mm-hmm. it's like, eh, wait and see on this one. Uh, all signs re- lead to the fact that it actually is it an actually accident, was, but as yeah. for the exacting details as to mm-hmm. what might have caused it, yeah. I've heard a oily rag by a welder, I've heard electrical, I've heard a couple other bits. Yeah. I don't honestly know. I mean, to As be it honest, stands at right this now, point, like all evidence that would have been in there is probably long gone because mm, that yes. was like legit out of control. You know, the good news though is that a lot of the uh, the more priceless artifacts in in, in you know mm-hmm. stuff inside it yes. the, have have in fact been saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think from what I've been told and from what I've read, only one of the stained glass windows has been damaged. Yeah. So a lot that. of the other ones have are still good. So it's mm-hmm. actually. Not as bad as it could have as it been. Could have been, yeah. Still bad, but not Still as bad. Still really could bad, have yeah. Possibly have been. Mm. So, how it relates to video games is that uh, Assassin's Creed Unity was set in Paris, mm-hmm. and it, one of its centerpieces for its marketing was the Notre Dame Cathedral. Cathedral. Yep. Uh, and they did like 3D laser scans of the inside and outside of this mm-hmm. thing. So they it's it's fairly well accurate to yeah. the. Uh, structure mm-hmm. uh and uh for following monday's devastating fire uh it was an ubisoft has announced that they've decided to donate 500,000 euro, uh, euros that's euros, euros yes yep. 500,000 euros to help with the restoration and reconstruction of uh and even and they also offered assassin's creed unity free on pc uh from uplay for the next week yeah i heard about that that's really really good uh this tweet came out on the 17th mm-hmm. so i and today is the 18th, 18th yeah. so you've got until maybe the 24th or 5th i would say yep. to download it for if it, it's free up to that point and then it's as long as you download it before then it's in your library from yes. there on forth yep uh but yeah it's just i the but the fire itself though is uh i know that was absolutely devastating yeah. the the most the, the the there's a lot of video of it there's a lot of footage of it the, mm-hmm. the one picture though that really was shocking was i'm not sure if it was from a drone or if it was from a helicopter but it was a photograph of it at night from above looking mm-hmm. down at like a 45 degree angle and you yeah. could see the whole roof went on completely on fire it, was, yeah. it is legit mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, the one piece of video footage that really got me was uh, it, it looked like just somebody on the street that was filming. There's it. a lot of those, and uh, it was the actual spire falling. Mm. And it was like, oh my heart. Mm, definitely. Oh god. Yeah, that was definitely an upsetting thing. It's, it's a good thing that it, it wasn't it was like the fire crews did their job. They definitely. Oh, absolutely. They were right on that. Yeah, and here's the thing though. The one thing though that I'm a little bit a little bit of a question mark. I don't understand. I don't know Paris. I've never been there. Mm-hmm. I don't know the logistics there of it. But I've heard reports that it took fire crews two hours to respond to it to actually get on scene. Right. That is a bit extreme. Mm. So. Maybe for the future they should look into that. Yeah, probably. Uh, and here's the thing. Daldera says it in the chat, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually the case, is that Ubisoft may be allowing the access to the 3D scan of the cathedral in order to help reconstruction. That wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Oh, that would be amazing. Like, that would be super awesome of them. Yeah. I, I, like, again, I don't think that wouldn't be too far out of the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. And plus, it would definitely help, and since those are super accurate, I've actually—it's funny because I've seen these 3D scanners before, but it's for something completely else. It was um, 
uh, Hoonigan used it on a, on a truck that on a tiny little K truck from Japan that they were building into a drift truck for a for one of the Formula Drift teams. Yeah. They actually had one of these handheld 3D scanners, <laughs> and they went over it, and then that data was then sent to Japan for a body kit builder to build a body kit based on that. Right. And and those are super accurate to oh, how yeah. they scan. It's it's pretty fascinating technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be really really awesome. Though. I don't think they did a handheld one though for the cathedral because it's a slightly bigger. It's slightly project. bigger. I don't yeah. think it was handheld. Mm. But yeah, there's that. At least like again, it was thankful that they got it under control because the first bit. The initial reports were we need we not be able to stop this, yeah, and that was yeah. like, uh, I know. Yep, actually, Zaldera's got a tab of news confirming it, or how they could help. Yeah, it says it could help. It doesn't mm-hmm. know. It's so far early in the uh, in the uh, events of this that it's probably uh, too early to say. Yeah, yeah. But again, like I said, so the early reports were that it, they may not be able to stop it, and I was like, oh, though that just makes me dead. I know. Uh, I was so sad when I heard about that. You know, and then several hours later, it was like, it's under control, and I'm like, okay, thankfully. <laughs> I know. You know, Again, there's that. Uh, anything else from you on this? I mean, we could keep talking about mm. it, but it, overall, it's just it's such a sad thing, but I'm glad that they were able to save at least most of the priceless artifacts. Mm, definitely. All right, next tab of news. Hey. There are uh, there's some rumor and speculation afoot, as well as uh, an industry you know uh, executive actually giving some sort of details uh-huh. on the PlayStation Five. Yep, this is the majority of what I've been seeing in and out, and a lot of speculation, a lot of hearsay. Uh, I'm not sure how much stock I personally would put into a lot of this because at the end of the day, I think I've already had this conversation before with the Xbox One X. I think I might have had it been then, or the, I, I forget when I had it, but I know I've had this conversation of how much stock do you put in components versus actual performance? Like a lot of people, like I know yourself, don't really care about what processor versus this processor versus another processor versus yeah, this I, RAM set. I briefly read over this article, but I was like, this these words mean nothing to me. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, I can put a disc into it and it plays games, that's all I need to know. Yes. Really. Soon enough, that I'm, won't be a thing. Like, I'm simple. <laughs> as, long as, as long as it plays games, I don't really care what else it's got going you, for You it. hit the power button, it turns on. Yep, that's about the extent that I uh, need to understand it. <laughs> you plug in the controller, it recognizes it. Yep. Uh, the from the Mark Cerny interview, a lot of people have uh, gleamed a lot of data. Though uh, it's going to have eight core AMD chipset based on third gen Ryzen. Again, a lot of what I'm about to say, like again, what you said, it's it's all technical, you know, spec jumbo, and and I understand it to a certain degree. Kaz understands it more. So a lot of what I'm reading here isn't exactly earth shattering or odd. Both the PS4 and the Xbox run on AMD, you know, CPUs. So the, the fact that it's going to be a Ryzen-based 8-core, that doesn't shock me. That's nothing new. It's like, it's, uh, there's a solid-state storage system. It's supposed to be 2 terabyte is what the rumor is. Uh, the thing that, though, that really, it's like, okay, it's backwards compatible with PS4 games and PS uh, VR hardware. That's good. That is good, actually. It's definitely that is good. really good. Uh, the thing that really, though, that struck me as off and weird about this, though, was, and I've heard this reported in various degrees through from different sources. Some say it, it's 8K support. Some say it upscales to 8K. At the back of my mind, though, I'm thinking to myself, and I'm like, they can't 
barely hit 4K and not even at 60 frames a second, and they're already talking about 8K. It just it strikes me as odd how uh, it's like this this rumor is gaining traction that oh it's going to be 8K and I'm like ah I don't know about that. Because not only is it dependent on the system, but it also depends on the TV as well. It's also the TV as well. Whether you're like, first off, I know Samsung has a few 8K TVs out there. I don't know about other manufacturers. Probably some of the other ones do as well. But the problem is that they're all so expensive; it's not even feasible for any normal person. Yeah, they're all you know ten, twenty thousand dollars for these 8K TVs, and nobody's spending those kind of that kind of money on a TV. Uh, the uh, it's just it's kind of. I don't know. It's, I don't know how I feel like it. It's like, I think it's a waste of time for them to already be reaching for 8K. What they should do is 4K is only just becoming mainstream now. They should have 4K 60 frames a second as like a standard and aim for that. And that still is a high bar to hit. <laughs> all the Ks. You need all the Ks involved. You need all the Ks. Mm. 4Ks just aren't good enough. Yes. <laughs> No, you need to double that. It's this whole n- nine yards nonsense of the resolution wars are just—it's so stupid. Most people can't even legitimately tell the difference when actually playing a game between 720 and 1080. There's a difference, but you got to be looking at fine lines, and you have to be paying for it. And at that point in time, you're not playing the game. Mm-hmm. Between 1080 and 4K is even finer of a difference. No one's going to know the difference between 4K and 8K. At that point in time, it's just marketing nonsense. Yeah, but there are more Ks, therefore they can sell it to you at a higher price. <laughs> and therefore, it must be better. Yeah, no. <laughs> These people that are like, oh, yeah, I can totally tell. No, you can't. It's all semantics at that point in time. Your brain is pulling tricks on you because you're, you're, you know it's more. this is more expensive, and then your mind is like, well, this must be better. Yeah. I love blindfold tests because that's when people's real nonsense comes out yeah. i've seen this a lot in like guitar equipment and what have you there's certain guitar like a lot of the early digital equipment it's cheaper it's it's like more often than not been played by you know less experienced players therefore it doesn't sound as good as it possibly could when you blindfold test people a b between two different things and they're like oh yeah i like number b better and then all of a sudden they find out oh no that's the digitech pedal oh well actually now that i listen again it's actually a little grainy <laughs> a little fuzzy it's a little this in the mid-range it's it's all bullshit it's all semantics oh yeah it's marketing nonsense your eyes trick you into believing something is better yeah it's the same thing i've seen uh, experiments done with food as well where they have like you know three oh. or four different types of burgers and it's like which one is the best one and then half the time people say the like, McDonald's is the best one. They're like, oh, no, this is the expensive one. Oh, yeah, it tastes the best. Like, actually, no, that was McDonald's. <laughs> like, no, the, oh, you well, know what? Uh, yeah, it was kind of fatty. It was kind of chewy. <laughs> I was like, shut up. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the, um, uh, the, the other one that you can actually do from that is uh, Penn and Teller's show, uh, Bullshit. Yep. They did this with uh, bottled water. Yes. Oh, my God. That episode is incredible so funny it's all in the marketing it's like they filled all these different bottles of water with the same garden hose out on the patio of this fancy looking restaurant (laughs) this fancy looking waiter brings it out on the table and with the with the silver platter and Uh and it's all in the marketing of the bottle everyone's like oh yeah i can really taste the minerals in this it's all from the same garden hose it's hysterical oh my god it's so funny (laughs) it's hysterical uh i love psychology and again it's uh (laughs) Uh, it's just fascinating to me. But again, back to the PlayStation Five rumors. 
does any of this really matter? Not really. I'm not putting a lot of stock into it. If it turns out to be true, great. If it's rumor, great. I it just it, honestly, I think a story like this gains as much traction as it does because there's that little to talk about in the news. Yeah. It just right now, Sony has themselves as a company hasn't officially said anything concrete about the sh- about the system. Uh, another rumor I've heard is five hundred dollars. That sounds legit because that's about what that's what Microsoft is charging for the Xbox One X. Uh-huh. The market has proven that they're willing to spend that. Yep. So that's again, there's nothing groundbreaking or radical or risky in any of the specs that I've heard between what people have reverse engineered from the Mark Cerny interview versus a lot of the other speculation that has come forth from it. I just don't know. This is another reason why I don't like r- reporting on rumors because it's a lot of hearsay and a lot of people, like one person will report on, you know, A and then another person will report on A-1 and then the third person will report on A-6 and it's like you're not sure what's what's true and what isn't. and <laughs> Yeah, it'll be 8K but one frame a minute. That's probably true. <laughs> A whole solid FPS. Mm. Yeah. No, at this point in time, I think they should be focusing more on 4K, 60 frames, locked in, and worry about that because that in and of itself is still a high bar to hit. And again, a lot of people have 4K TVs, so it would make more sense at that point. Anything else from you? Not really. Moving on. Also talking in PlayStation news. Uh, as of last week, Sony has finally allowed people to change their PSN name. It took them that long? Yes. Jesus. Yes. So, uh, the first time you can't change your PSN ID on PS3 or PS Vita, only on PS4 and on web browser. Uh, uh, the first change does not cost you any money and every change thereafter costs, uh, $10 US, uh, and if you're a PlayStation Plus member, it'll be $5 US for after that first free change. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, again, it's just shocking to me how for the longest time it was, oh, it's a technical limitation where our back-end system doesn't allow it to be changed. And I'm like, how? Right. That doesn't even make any sense to me. Like, how did you let it get that entangled in the first place? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's many mysteries. Many mysteries. You know, it finally happened. I don't even know what kind of jiggery pokery that they're going to smoke and mirrors they have to do in order to make it work in the back end. But it works. Okay. I'm not changing mine anytime soon. I was say, if you really want to spend 10 bucks to change your name, oh. by all means. Well, again, it's it's first time is free. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I know. Again, maybe next, and that's another thing. Why I, when I changed, when I uh, chose my username, I'm I'm always very particular about it. Yeah, same. I stuck with one that I knew, and then you know. The only time you ever had to change your name was when they uh, yes was with Chico King. Yes, and I was, was because of the Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, it was. This was back in the 360 days. For those who don't know, back in the 360 days, there was a rumor going around in the early 360 days that. Microsoft, oh, forces people to change their user ID, and then Microsoft comes and says, no, we don't. And I'm here to go, no, that's bullshit. They did. Yeah. I know so, because here's the thing. Back when I, uh, in, like, 06, 07, I uh, was on Xbox 360. I was Cheat Code King 17. And back then, it was like, between, there was a month or so when I was playing Halo 3 online, uh, whereas I was 
a seasonal at where I work, and then I was told before when I was let go as a seasonal that you're going to get a callback, so, you know, don't go too far. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay. So for a month straight, it was Halo 3 online for as long as I – back when I actually played multiplayer games. And I played with a bunch of other people online that were really good. And our, our it wasn't the best. We were no elite, you know – MLG team, but we were damn good, especially when you play, you know, for 18 hours a day for a month straight, you get to a point where you're pretty good at it, and my username kept getting reported by a lot of people going, oh, they must be cheating, they have to, <laughs> they're using cheat codes, and it's yeah. like, a lot of people cried, and I don't even know how many of the total reports were, but eventually Microsoft actually <coughs> sent me an email saying, you must change your, you know, and it wouldn't even allow me to log in on 360 until it happened. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I had to click the link, and then they allowed me to change for free, and it's like, fuck is this? Right. So, <laughs> back, this is ancient history as well, but back then they were, they had, there was the rumor of, oh, Microsoft forces, and they're like, no, we don't. And I'm like, yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I knew that one for a fact. That was uh, that's ancient history though. That was back yeah, in two thousand seven. I know that's old, old school, and that's when you started going to Millennium X one seven. Kind of replaced Chico King seventeen because you were there for the longest time everywhere. Was yes, but that was like your main username, and then that happened. It's like, well, time for a shift, I guess. <laughs> mm, yes. Yeah. Yep. But again, that was ancient history. That's a little bit of a uh, BGP kind of story mm, for you yes, guys. Yes, there's some, there's some, there's some username. And, and furthermore, Millennium X17. I think I've told this story before, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was myself and my two aunts uh, were at Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio, mm-hmm. roller coaster capital of the world. Uh, like the planets aligned, and it was the beginning of the season, and the parks. Close time was listed as at eight o'clock, but it was actually nine o'clock. And all the the last shows of you know stage shows and plays and what have you were at like ended at like seven seven thirty or something like that. So yeah. everyone after people you know it was a Monday night and people were you know it was um, after all day long staying in an amusement park like that. Everyone is a zombie, dead yeah, ass yeah. beat, tired. I had played it a lot smarter earlier. I I had take I'd gone back to the hotel, which was the Hotel Breakers, uh, on site at Cedar Point. I went back to my hotel room and took a nap and shower, and then got up again after about three hours and was back into the park in the af- late afternoon, refreshed and re- able to do stuff. Yeah. Whereas everyone else was dead and leaving. So there's this forty. I get word of there's no line at the roller coasters called Millennium Force. Yeah, look it up. It's phenomenal. It's one of the best roller coasters on the oh, planet. Oh, I love that roller coaster. It's roller coaster so great. smooth. Mm-hmm. If you don't like roller coasters because they're too rough, this is the smoothest roller coaster on the planet. It's, true. it's, it's glass. So good. It's so smooth. Uh, I heard there's no line at Millennium Force. This never happens in late day. Like this is mm-hmm. the type of coaster you get in a line and you wait for an hour and a half and then you get one ride and yeah, yeah. There was it. That was it. And so. I heard there's no line. So I go there. I make my way back to Millennium Force, and I get in line, and it's there's literally the train shows up, doors open, I'm on the train. Yeah. Runs. I get off. I exit the thing, go back in the line, get back in. Train shows up, opens the door, get on. Yep. And it's literally – I went 17 times in 45 minutes. Yep. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> Uh, I do love that story. Yep, that is that is the origin of it. Yes, That's so Money Max One Seven came about. Yes, so uh, it's uh, not only is seventeen my favorite number, but I was I was legitimately able to do seventeen times on that roller coaster in forty five minutes is the time frame that it took to do it. And of course, the guy at the at the at the you know the 
the the line, the yeah. Q line, the beginning of the Q line. Every time he would start laughing and rolling his eyes <laughs> as he sees me, and it was like it was like a good fifteen twenty of us that kept as fast as we could get off and get back into the line and get back on again. It was, yep. <laughs> and the reason why you couldn't just get stay on is because it was a split platform. Like there was an unloading platform, and then the train moves forward to the loading platform, and therefore you had to get off. And yeah, yeah, but. <clears throat> Yeah, it's oh, it was amazing. It's amazing. I like. I have a. I've got a photograph of it around here somewhere. I have it on the keychain where each and every time I went by the photo booth to where they there's a specific tunnel where they have photos where they take pictures. I kept doing the numbers of how yeah. many times it was on, and eventually I just came to the point where I was just like, ah. <laughs> it's true. It's so funny. Couldn't be beaten. That was the best. Oh, God. I yes. love that story. That mm. story is so good. Speaking of Cedar Point, we need to go back there sometime. We do need to go back to Cedar Point sometime. That place is incredible. That, that place is definitely legit. It is. And they've had new roller coasters added since then. I know. There was only one roller oh, coaster there that I didn't like. I forget what it was called even, but it was did a you really go on, rough one. Did you go on Mean Streak? That's the one. Yep. Did you go on that one? Because I don't I think, know if you went on that one. I think I did because I remember I hated it. <laughs> That's the worst wooden coaster I've ever yeah, been yeah, on in my it was, life. It was, I think it was, was it the only wooden coaster they had? No, though, they, they, the had, they had a few other ones. Yeah, because that's the one that always stands out in my mind as being the most hated wooden coaster I've ever been on. No, that is, so that's wrong. not even fun. There, there, it there's was a, so bad. <laughs> there's a left-right shimmy as you go down the first hill mm-hmm. on Mean Streak that was so violent that it almost threw me out of the car. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, that. It was, it's like that bad. And as I'm like trying to brace myself in, my back is just against the back of the cars. Oh, it 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 sucked. Yeah, so bad. I know it was horrible. I just did not like that. Because I'm not fond of wooden coasters to begin with. I'm okay with them, but that was definitely like next level bad wooden coaster. Yeah, it was definitely pretty rough. Yeah. Pretty again, aptly named. Aptly named. The only thing that makes me sad though is that they took out Mantis. I know. And Mantis they, was great. Yeah, Mantis was great. It was a stand up coaster from ninety mm-hmm. six. It was yep. uh we've been on that a couple of times. It was a great coaster. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, they put in a different coaster in that spot and then they were making another coaster when we were there. Yes. That we it was like debuting later that year and then there was a uh, top thrill top thrill dragsters top thrill dragster yeah there is a photo that exists i don't know where it is but uh it was one of the times that it was me and our father that went on it and we managed to get the first spot on the, front. the car and there was a photo that exists where my hair is straight back to a point <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> oh my god it's great yeah we're wandering at this point. We are. Mm, yes. What's new? Cedar Point. Cedar Point. Definitely. If you want to go to a roller coaster park, that's the one to go that to. That is the one to go to. I would love to go back there again. Mm. Anyway, something about video games. Yes. <laughs> something, something games happening. Uh, okay, so again, this is kind of a rumor, so it's... it's. I don't even know if it would co- quantify it as a rumor or not, but uh, Epic Games is... Allegedly hired Jason West, uh, the uh, one of the Infinity Ward and Respawn co-founders, but they did so quietly. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I was scraping the bottom of the barrel, and it sounded interesting because that's a pretty big name. Yeah. For Cause remember how when it was him and the uh, Vincent Pella that got uh, taken out of uh, Infinity Ward. Yes. Although that was a pretty big uh, that was a news. Huge yeah. Thing. 
So I don't know if there's no official announcement regarding the hiring. So we'll see. I have no idea. That's again, we're like I said, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Uh, Xbox. I don't know if we've announced this one or not, because they said that oh, no, Microsoft has officially announced the date and time for the Xbox briefing, for I E3 don't briefing. Remember if we talked about this? I, don't know. I know we've talked about it here and there, but I think we might have talked about the day, but not the time. Mm. Possibility. It's the uh, Sunday, uh, June 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific. So That's 4 p.m. Eastern. Eastern, 9 p.m. UK, and it's uh, all the usual s- spots. The funny thing, though, is that... A bit later than normal, isn't it? Don't they normally go at noon? Uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. Not that it really matters. It I doesn't think that, really matter yeah. one way or the other, but it's interesting. You know, the big thing, though, that I thought was hilarious is that the whole thing with the PlayStation 5 details being leaked with the Mark Cerny interview and then rumors started spouting up, this was announced right after that broke. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like, it's funny timing. Yeah. I think there's also another article that I read that uh, Phil Spencer was had an interview and he said that a lot of their, their newly acquired devs will have something to show at E3. and. Yeah, Microsoft has been killing it the last few years. They yes. They are really on a good train for E3. Again, this is... Uh, uh, this is Xbox's E3 to lose, yeah. basically, because they, they they've got it. Uh, it's almost wide open at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, did Sony's not there? I know. Again, I, I, the reason for that is Sony doesn't have anything they could show. They would have another one of those disastrous press conferences. Yeah. Where I don't know if it'd be quite like their their press conference last year because they had stuff to show, but it was just so weird and disjointed. And yeah, that was bizarre. They would have an EA conference. Yeah. This year, which EA is another one that's not coming to E3 again. Mm-hmm. When you have nothing to show, I'm okay with you not coming. Yeah. And so I'm it, looking forward to Xbox. I'm looking forward to, to uh, Nintendo as well. Mm, I'm wondering like they're gonna have good stuff. I'm wondering if they're gonna announce the next Smash character or not. I'm hoping. Now that Joker's officially dropped, now they can start working on the next one. They've been working on the next one. Oh, I know. But now they can kind of publicly start hyping it. <laughs> Yep. Definitely looking forward to E3. This year is going to be an interesting year. It is. For all the people that are still holding out hope that some sort of console reveal is going to happen, it's not. <laughs> That's not happening. It's going to be next year, 2020, be my guess at the earliest. Uh, Yeah. Be interesting to see, though, because I think it's going to be quite the interesting dichotomy, whereas Sony has been announcing so many games, so many games, but now all of a sudden they have nothing because they kind of, you know. Yeah threw it out there whereas microsoft over the last several years has been acquiring a lot of studios mm-hmm. there's a lot of balls rolling right now so oh, yeah. and i think you're going to start to see the shift real soon mm-hmm. and that is all there is for news all we have left is a plus one yep the is this going to be a first look i mean i'll just talk about whatever i've experienced with it okay <laughs> sort of first look but no sort transition first look. we'll see what happens with a, it. a sort of first look with no transition it's like half first look half news <laughs> mm. so uh last night joker finally dropped in smash long awaited i was shocked when i first heard the announcement that he was going to be the first dlc character uh, super hyped. I can't wait to see who else they have. There are four more fighters on the horizon that we do not know anything about yet. So, definitely going to be keeping an eye on that. And, uh, yeah. So, last night at around, I would say, 8.30 Eastern Time, the uh, update supposedly dropped. I wouldn't know because <laughs> I couldn't download it. As for 
you know, hundreds of thousands of other people also couldn't download it. <laughs> oh, Nintendo. Never change. I swear to God, it's always Smash. Whenever anything new, like, big updates happen for Smash, they're never ready for it. You would think they would have learned by now, but no. Listen, listen, I'll have you know that they stuck the potato all the way into the back of the microwave before this launch. I know. It was ready. <laughs> it was ready. It was ready to uh, melt. This is about what it was ready to do. Holy shit. It took probably a solid, like, two and a half, three hours of just repeatedly hitting the download button before anything would actually download. Because the, because uh, I had a couple of friends, like, one of my friends actually managed to get it to download, like, immediately before the hordes arrived. But once the hordes arrived, it was basically all over. So, a lot, I was keeping an eye on Twitter, a lot of people were talking back and forth on, you know, oh, did, you know, who got in, who hasn't yet. And basically the consensus was to, uh, just hit, keep hitting download and eventually it might happen. <coughs> So that was what I was doing for like I was like not even watching my TV. I was literally just hitting the button and watching YouTube videos for that whole time. <laughs> but eventually it happened. Eventually the uh, the 3.0 download commenced. Uh, aired out once halfway through download. Retried it and it finished itself off the rest of the way. So that's really good. Uh, obviously big news for the 3.0 is Joker, but also they added a bunch of other stuff as well that was really interesting. I think the biggest thing that they added for this update was the ability to create custom stages, which is going to be fascinating to see, uh, where people can actually go in with the system in a handheld mode. I don't know if you can do it on TV mode, but in a handheld mode, you can go in and very similar to like a Super Mario Maker, you can go in and draw different things around and actually make your own unique custom fighting stages where, you know, you can add effects, you can add different things going on in the background. It's actually really, really cool. I haven't had a chance to mess around with it myself yet, but I've seen some things that other people have already come up with. And I'm just like, how did you do this so fast? I don't understand. People are sagely. But, uh, so yeah. Joker himself is an interesting character so far. I have to get used to kind of using him. Obviously, very heavily inspired by his actual, like, attacking moves in Persona 5 itself, where he's got his dagger, he's got his gun, and then he has the ability to summon Arsene, which then he can use uh, curse spells, grappling hooks, uh, something called the Wings of Rebellion, where you actually, like, it's kind of like a block where you're taking less damage, but every time you get hit, a little gauge fills up. And then when that gauge is fully, you know, at the top, that's when Arsene comes out and he boosts your attack. I think he boosts your speed, gives you more height when jumping, uh, guards your back. You actually can't hit, be hit from behind when he's out, which is really cool. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really nice so far. Nice palette changes. Obviously, we have original Joker. We have kind of a purplish color scheme, reminiscent of Persona 1 colors. Then we have uh, a red cape, with which is supposed to be Persona 2. Blue cape for Persona 3, yellow cape for Persona 4. We have kind of a white and red color scheme, similar to uh, Akechi from another character from Persona 5. And then we also have him outside of his Joker costume, just him in normal school clothes. Which is also interesting and kind of hilarious. Along with Joker, a new stage was also dropped. Uh, Mementos is the name of it. It is obviously... Oh, no. It's Subway Tartarus. Subway Tartarus, obviously modeled after the area Mementos in Persona 5. 
one thing I did not at all see coming that I find really fascinating is that if you, because uh, in Smash Brothers you have the chance to kind of shuffle the music around and, you know, play certain tracks in certain stages in, like, you know, either random order or, like, a specific playlist. And if you are on Mementos and have Persona 3 music playing, all of a sudden the stage will take on a blue and green color scheme with the full moon in the background, which is, like, really, really awesome. And then also, if you have Persona 4 music playing, it'll take on a yellow color scheme with the uh, with white lines and stuff and flowers and stuff in the background. So that was something I absolutely did not see coming at all. I didn't think that they were going to include any references to 3 or 4 in any capacity, but that is that's really interesting to me. And yeah, I've had uh, about an hour's game time with him. He seems really awesome so far. I'll have to practice with him more before to, in order to uh, you know actually be effective using him because I kind of suck at Smash to begin with, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, later this month, I believe on April 25th, there was going to be a, I don't know if it's like a press conference or like just a new trailer thing. I don't know. Some kind of news is dropping on the 25th from Atlas. And one of the things they say they're going to talk about is quote unquote P5S. So I'm going to be interested to see exactly what kind of details come from that. Because at this point, I'm fairly certain that Persona 5 is coming to Switch. Which is going to be really awesome. It'll give a massive boost to the series' uh, kind of visibility, which is always good because I love Persona so much. <sighs> I wonder like... if they're going to do any DLC for Persona Five. I don't know. Uh, have you heard about Persona Five R? No, I haven't heard anything. Really? I could have sworn I talked to you about this. Yeah, the. Uh, you might the, have. We don't know specifically how much of a. Uh, it's not so much DLC, but it's like an improved version of the game, kind of similar to Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 FES. Uh, it's called Persona 5 Royal. Uh, I, right now it's been confirmed to be on PS4. I don't think any release date has come out for it yet, but there's going to be a new character involved, a couple new storylines, and overall kind of various improvements to the game, similar to the way Golden added a whole bunch of new like scenes, a whole bunch of new interactions with characters. And, uh, yes, this girl with long red hair has been shown in the teaser trailers for it. We don't know specifically what her story is yet, but it's going to be really interesting, I think. So that's been confirmed for uh, PS4. And I'm hoping that will come out to Switch as well, because that would be really awesome if the Switch kind of got the improved version over just the original. But if they just get the original, then that'll be fine as well. But we'll have to see where that goes. So I'm very excited. Like, if I can get Persona 5 on Switch, that would be awesome because I have a lot of friends that I've been trying to get included in this, but of course they don't have PS4s. So it'll be awesome to kind of be able to give them an access to a Persona game. My actual ultimate uh, hope is that we will get a port of Golden <coughs> for the Switch as well because that would be like, I would actually scream. That would be so cool. Persona 4 Golden needs to get off the fucking Vita. Good God. <laughs> Hey, the Vita's a good console. The Vita was held up by Persona 4 Golden, a remake of a 2008 PS2 game. Like, holy shit. Like, I would love to have more people have access to that game, but nobody has a Vita, because the Vita had shit oh. all for it. I, uh, I have a Vita. Yeah, for Golden. That's the only reason why we have a Vita. That is legitimately the only reason why we bought a Vita, was for Golden. Uh, 
We'll see what happens. I'm very interested to see what the rest of the DLC fighters are going to be now. Because I was holding off on getting the uh, fighters pass for Smash until I saw how they handled this. Because if it was just going to be like, you know, the character and like a stage and like not a whole lot else being added in, I probably would have just gotten, you know, the one and then if I like the other characters that are coming out, maybe them too, but... I'm very impressed with what they did with this. They took a lot of time to put a lot of small details into this. Like when Joker finishes a round, if he's the victor for a round, he'll actually use that uh, scene from Five after the battles when yeah, he's the running. Yeah, the after battle cut. When he's running, he will actually do that, and it's like okay, that's with really with good. the after battle music. With the after battle music, I know it's so good. And then, like, his final smash is the all-out attack. And they actually use the real graphics from the game of all of your team members going in and doing the da 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 And then the silhouette of whoever you're attacking, you know, spraying out blood in the background. Yeah, with the whole, the show's over and... I know, it's like, I was so impressed with how many little details they put into this. It's so good. Oh, and also your taunt as Joker is Morgana appearing and saying something, which is just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very happy with this. I'm very excited to see who else they're going to be bringing in. Honestly, at this point, I have no guesses on who's going to be coming in next because the sky's the limit. Yeah. the uh, I know the last one they're going to tease, it's going to be Waluigi. I would scream. That would be the best troll ever. If the last DLC fighter is actually Waluigi, that would be so funny. I would love that. <laughs> or do you want even better than that is have the last DLC fighter not be Waluigi, but then at the end of the announcement trailer for what it is, announce that another surprise DLC fighter is coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, that, that would be pro troll. Everyone would be raging and that would drive and they'd be like, mm. and then just have the, wow, yeah. kind of in the background or something like, or like just have like a silhouette or like the color purple or something. It's like, Oh my God, that'd be so fucking funny. I would love that. Oh God. So, yeah. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be so good. I'm really hoping that they do something like that. Because I, I think we already had this conversation back when Joker was first announced. Where I said that I want Waluigi to be the last DLC fighter. Yeah, I think he did. Because that would just be the best troll. Because obviously they know that the fans have been clamoring to have Waluigi in Smash for years at this point. But, oh my god. <laughs> That would be the best. That would be so funny. Definitely. You got anything else for this? Not really. Not really? You could keep wandering? Oh, I definitely could. Mm. We definitely could. Mm. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. All right. Some final thoughts. Hey. We actually saw an anime. Yes. Not Shock. only did we see an anime, we hammer slammed an anime. Mm, yes, twenty four episodes in three days. Mm. <laughs> That's what we call getting it done, right? <laughs> it happens every once and so often. Every once and so often. Mm, yeah. So slime. Slime. Yeah. So that time I got reincarnated as a slime. 
Overall, what'd you think? Oh, I loved it. That was really good. It was a really, really good anime. I'm really liking it. I liked it a lot. There's a lot of foreshadowing happening. That it, Remember, again, it's not just for slime, but for life in general. Mm-hmm. It's always the quiet ones that you got to worry about. It's true. Okay? That's just, yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's seen the show knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, we called that immediately, too. As soon as we saw that, we're like, oh, no, you're the dangerous one. Yeah, even before anything happened with this particular character, there was a moment mm, where yes. they just kind of, like, something happened, and then they were kind of, like, upset and crying, and then they just kind of stopped and smiled, and then it just immediately cut and it away. cut just as soon as the smile, and we were like, whoa. And we were like, holy shit, hold the phone. That yes. was creepy. We called that, and of course, it it hasn't happened yet. But we're gonna have to wait for another season. Twenty twenty is when that's coming back. Oh, I can't wait! I'm really loving it. The uh, protagonist is great. Oh, Rimuru. Rimuru is awesome. I love him so much. Yes. The only thing though that really struck me though is, and this happened within the first two or three episodes. I'm like, wait mm-hmm. a minute now. From I believe it was, I forget what season, but it was from 2016, I believe, was Knights and Magic. Yes. Now, for everyone that's watched Slime, Slime. and liked Slime, and their f- most favorite thing, and they love how positive and, and, and you know, uh, happy, go lucky. happy that Rimuru is, and you haven't seen Knights and Magic, you need to change this. It's the same thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Ernesti. Ernesti and Rimuru would be best friends. <laughs> like, 100% of the time, they would absolutely be best friends. I know. They're both so happy and cheerful. and just It makes me happy to watch them. Yeah. It, it, Nights and Magic, I really hope that gets another season, though I'm not holding my breath on I'm that I'm not one. holding my yes. breath because of how poorly it was received. Well, it was poorly but... received because back in 2016... People's attitudes against the isekai genre or the, you know, in another world with a, you know, insert this here. Uh, those genres were like that was when it was really taking off for the moon and every other show was that. Yeah. And people started complaining about it for the sake of complaining about oh, there's too much of this going on. I know. And it just it was shuffled. It was shoveled into the oh, it's just another isekai trash show genre. Like a lot of people dismissed it before they even watched it. I know it upsets me so much because that was such a good show. And I think we've come past the point of you know where the 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 that point of people just shitting on them for the sake of oh, it's just another one of these. It's 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 on its way back down, and people are like, well, okay, maybe there there is good aspects of these shows, and that's where slime hit at a perfect time where everyone loved it. But again, it Knights and Magic is the same thing. It really is. If you is. enjoyed Slime, you're going to really love Knights and Magic. Absolutely. I know. It upsets me how many people just disregard that. Well, I'm they like, no. automatically disregard it and say, oh, it's just crap. I'm like, no, no it's, it's not. <sighs> like, yes, there are bad isekai shows. This is not one of them. <laughs> this is not is stuck in another world with my smartphone. No, this show was awesome. <laughs> like, it legitimately was so good. What was it? What was it? Parallel March to the Death World Rhapsody or something like that. I forget the name of that title that one is, but no it, that's another one of the crap ones. Yeah, yeah. Death March to the Parallel World Rhapsody. That's it. Mm-hmm. I knew it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a shitload more I could keep going, but it's like there's a lot of crap, you know. But then again, every season when you've got 50, 30, 50 shows, new shows every 12 weeks, there's going to be a lot of, you know, recycled yeah, yeah. nonsense. Uh, 
That's why I always like to wait and don't like to watch the concurrently airing stuff because you never know something could make even great shows can suddenly then take a hard left turn and, you know, go to shitsville. Absolutely. Just ask people who watched Kato the right answer <laughs> about how hard of a left turn a show can, in fact, take. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was so. That was. Oh, I'm still salty about that one. That was, <laughs> I know you're still salty about that one. You know, it's not the worst show I've ever seen, but it's. Uh, it definitely <laughs> is one of the hardest left turns you'll ever see in an anime. Mm. Yeah, but I I loved uh, slime is great. It's just a lot of positive stuff and. I know. You know, and then and then same with uh same with the uh, Knights of Magic. Yeah. You know, oh, Rimuru the, was so happy. I mm, love him. Definitely. He has great dialogue too. He has like it's so funny the way they wrote mm. him because he has very like modern dialogue, but yet the world that he's in is like you know fantasy kind of world. Yes, they all speak in like ye olde kind of stuff, and he's all over there like, oh, that's so freaking cool. And then was there like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, big swole, and it's and like, what like, the fuck? And I was there like. I don't know what he just said, but okay. Yeah, but he's the strong one, so I'm not going to go, you know, you're not going to second guess that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he is ridiculously OP. And that's so another funny. thing. For all the people that complained about, oh, Kirito's so overpowered, we don't like shows that have overpowered, and yet here's Slime. I know. And everyone's loving it. I think Rimuru could give Kirito a run for his money. Oh, no, he'll give him a swift ass kicking. <laughs> Like, holy shit, I think Rimuru could probably take, like, Kirito and Goku at the same time and still mm. win. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's hard to fight a slime of this nature because his number one attack is to stick onto someone and absorb them. <laughs> like, yeah. how do you even fight that? That's very difficult to fight. Who's also immune to severe cold and severe heat. Yep. It's, 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 uh, all the high temperature fire attacks that he got to, with didn't do anything. Yep. <laughs> He's also immune to pain, which is also nice. Yeah. Which, eh. Yeah, he can't feel pain. He's immune to fire. He's immune to ice. That's only a problem. Immunity to pain is a problem if you're actually taking damage. Yeah, that's true. That could be a problem, though. <laughs> I could see the benefit on the short run, but eh, it could catch up to you. Yeah, that'd be interesting if they actually took that one and turned it against him. That would actually be nice to see. Yeah. But, uh... He's also a master negotiator. Mm, I think yes. like, that's his true OP skill mm, is that he hundred can in speech skill. He can negotiate his way out of anything. <laughs> it's yes. so good. It's so funny to watch. That is pretty funny. I'm I cannot it wait a lot. for the show to come back. Mm, definitely. Like we hammer slammed this one just because we were enjoying it so much. It was really good. You know it's a good show when you sit down and watch twelve episodes in a single sitting. It's true. <laughs> that was really good though. I did enjoy that one. So that, that that one's highly recommended if you haven't seen uh, Slime. It is a good show. Yep. You know, and uh, like you said, Nights, Nights of Magic. Magic. Absolutely. Give that one a shot. Because holy shit, that was a really good yeah, show. Yeah, and a lot of people shat on it when it first came out. And it didn't gain a lot of... Because a lot of the usual suspect YouTubers just were like, oh, it's just easy Kaitra, And they pushed it to the side. I know. It was so undeserved. No, it was very much undeserved. I think I think it was, it was the same thing as Slime, but it was before when it was needed. Yeah. It was definitely before its time, mm. which is really sad because <laughs> they get unjustly put down. Mm. I, I love that show, though. When I first saw it, I'm like, I think I, it was one of those shows that I saw like two or three episodes. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Dark God needs to see this. Yeah. This is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I immediately loved it. I love Ernesti. He's so happy. Mm. 
Like, look up any screenshot of him, and he's got this massive, like, huge smile with, like, sparkly eyes, and he's all excited yeah, over yeah. something. Because the, 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 the character he's based on from Japan, and, and, you know, Japan loved building the, loved, loved anime and manga, but loved building model robots. Yeah. And, you know, all the Gundams and all the other, you know, they don't mm-hmm. say Gundam because copyright. Because but, copyright, but yeah. But, yeah, you know, the, the nondescript, you know, robots and this and that, and then it goes into a world with... They're not called robots, but he's like, oh, it's a robot. And everyone's like, what is a robot? What's a robot? <laughs> What's a robot? It's so funny. It's so good. <clears throat> but it, the funny thing is that the magic in this world is based off of, like, programming language, which he's a programming wizard in back in his old life. So yeah, that yeah. just makes him a savant in this world <laughs> at an extremely young age, too. So yeah, scares everybody. He does. It's so funny. But, yeah, the uh, slime. I loved it. Oh, and funniest thing of all else. English dub, on point, but even better than that, English voice for Rimuru, same voice actress as Nanachi. <laughs> I caught that immediately. I didn't hear it. I'm I didn't hear it. That you can't hear. That's all I could hear for like that first episode. I was like in the background. I'm like, this as soon as it, as soon as it switches like over to the uh, the new yeah. voice, which they always do this. Yeah, his uh, his slime voice. <laughs> yeah, like. And the, immediately, as soon as he started talking as a slime, I was like, that sounds like Nanaki. And I said to Terry, I'm like, is that Nanaki's voice? And he said, no, I don't think so. I'm like, I'm going to look this up because I'm fairly certain. Like, if it's not, it is damn close. And I looked it up and it was, in fact, the same actress who did Nanaki. I'm like, I thought so. Yeah, like, so I didn't hear it I at first. No, Nanaki I didn't though. hear it at first. <laughs> like, I am stunned that you did not hear that. I picked up on that instantly. Yeah. But yeah, so, so the English the English dub is great on that show as well. So mm-hmm. for all out there that again liked English dubs, it's a good one. It's a really it's good a good one. one. It's totally functional. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. If there's there's much else. Ooh, one other side note though. I'm so happy Funimation picked up Isekai Quartet for this spring season. Oh nice. That's gonna be a winner. I can already tell. That's gonna <laughs> be a fun one. I've heard about that one. Yeah, it's chibi versions of a lot of different uh, isekai shows of uh, the characters. There's Tanya, there's yep. Overlord, there's Konosuba, and then there is who is the fourth? I forget. I'm blanking him. horrifically as to what the fourth one is. Is it Konosuba? I know the. Was it ReZero? ReZero, that's it. That was it. <laughs> ReZero, yes. There's uh, yeah. The, so it's all those characters. Uh, interacting together i don't know how i don't know what's gonna happen i'm already interested i'm already invested <laughs> and again like i said not only is funimation picking it up but it's also getting a broadcast dub so nice. great because if funimation doesn't broadcast dub it it might get a dub in like i don't know three years yeah at least there's that uh i don't know if there's much else the spring season seems to be a tad bit weaker at least on the initial mm-hmm. first glance but, I mean, we've been having some strong years yeah, it's, the last it's, few years. The last, like, four seasons, four or five seasons have been really off the charts, so mm-hmm. it's kind of maybe yeah, a good thing to have a, yeah, a breather season. every single year. Or every season. Yeah. The fact that the last, like, year and a quarter has been overkill. <laughs> and uh, airing right now is Fruits Basket as well, which I'm Ooh, excited yes. to see that again. Yeah, the uh, it's the it's the FMA Brotherhood, but for fr- Fruits Basket. I'm okay with that, though, because the uh, I watched the original Fruits Basket. Yeah, and the Basket, original and ends were, weird. There were a lot of problems I had with the original Fruits Basket for the anime adaptation, so I'm interested to see how this one kind of goes about handling certain things. 
Yeah, sorry to say, but we're going to be able to see that in maybe like three months. I know. It's so sad. <laughs> I've already heard good heard good things yeah, about it. Yeah, same here. I heard a lot of people say that it already fixes a lot of the issues that the original anime had. I was like, okay, great. I'm all about it. And I don't believe there's much else. Can you think of anything else? Uh, not really. I'm still working through Zombieland Saga. Uh, I still got a ways to go on that one. And... Yeah, I don't know what the next thing we're watching is. It's going to be your choice. Yeah, we'll have a look at that right after the show. I'm making Krispy Crowns and watching yes. anime tonight. Krispy Crowns and anime. How's that? that for- oh, 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 I do know. You know, as a matter of fact, there is something else. Hey. Now that I thought of it, thankfully you brought up food. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if it's a summer-only special, but I think it oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, stuff I'm drinking right now. Yes, Arizona iced tea has a raspberry flavor right now. Mm-hmm. Ace. Oh, very good. It's so nice. It is definitely good. Mm-hmm. So we saw it, and we were curious, and I picked up one of them, and it was like, okay. <laughs> I know. It smells great, and it tastes amazing. Definitely. Love raspberries. It's probably, is that a, that, those are fruit, right? They I have to be. I believe berries count as fruit. Yeah. yeah, so that's my favorite fruit, definitely, yes. raspberries. Mm-hmm. I love raspberries. I like most fruit. It's pretty rare that I come across a fruit that I dislike. I'm in the same camp. I'm kind of mediocre towards bananas and pears oh i love bananas pears can be iffy i'm gonna get them right when they're right in season i don't really know about pears i'm a little iffy on those i love bananas but yeah pears depending on how late into the season again they can be iffy yeah but enough about fruit there's uh people in the chat that keep saying we need to watch knights of sidonia you know (laughs) it's uh it's in the backlog of doom somewhere somewhere amongst all the others (laughs) Yeah. I don't believe we have much else. Do you have uh, any other thoughts? Not really. All right. We might as well just end it before we meander even harder than we already have. (laughs) The next show will be recorded in two weeks, barring any catastrophes or sudden explosion of news. I'm not holding my breath for that. (laughs) On uh, Thursday, uh, May 2nd. May 2nd is going to be two weeks from today. Mm. That will be a forum show. Yes. I believe I've been told that the forum is lacking. Uh, at least the one that we put up from last show. I believe there are two or three responses right now. Hmm, yes. Uh, it was about your favorite April Fool's prank or yeah, what have uh, you. I think it was April Fool's prank that you wish was real as far as yeah, related that's to it. gaming. Gaming related April Fool's joke that you wish was real, I believe is what it was. Hmm. So uh, that's uh, that's all we have for that. I don't think there's anything else. Can you think of anything else? You've asked me that three times already. Yes. <laughs> if you can't think of it on the third time by then, I think we're officially done. So, <laughs> until next time, don't choke the chocobo. Bye. See you later, and bye now. Bye.